Well, I tell you who want to be a powerhouse are the West Tigers, and they had that big rebuild in the off-season. I'll be absolutely fascinated to see what Peter Zorba Peters thinks about what happened at the West Tigers in the off-season, but he's got a bit to talk about. He's on the line. I've been looking forward to talking to him again. I've missed him over the last four weeks. How are you, Zorba? Morning, Bernie. Morning, Stewie. Um, I've warmed up for both of you two today uh, <laughs> by listening to you both. A few times when in the car this week with the radio on. <laughs> Brainy, you've got issues, mate, particularly with the age number 72. And you have revealed being scared of applying CPR to a female in a shopping centre. What are you doing, mate? <laughs> well, that was a topic that came up during the week. It was a story in the Herald, the Sydney Morning Herald. And I've been hosting Drive on 2GB over summer, as Zorba's just alluded to. And this story came up in the research that people were scared. People were more willing to give CPR to men when they collapsed than women because they were afraid because of the breast issue. And I thought to myself, well, I don't know if I'd want to rip the blouse off a woman in a shopping centre. I'd probably just go above the blouse. Anyway, I don't know why we've gone down this rabbit hole, Zorba. We might never get out of it. What's the name of the show again? (laughs) <laughs> Big sports breakfast weekend social issues. <laughs> hey Zorba, are you going? To, are you going to Vegas? Come on, tell me. Are you are you on the bandwagon or what? Oh, look, I'm tossing up. I'm uh, I'm tossing up whether to go, and, and it's just a hit and run, isn't it? Really? Yeah, correct. Uh, probably not. Stewie, welcome back to Commercial Radio. I've been listening to you on, on the ABC, West Indies this week. Let's hope that they can revive um, those great memories of those wonderful teams from the 70s and the 80s. I don't think it's going to happen, but um, we can always hope. We can always 47 hope. Days, 47 days to Vegas. Gentlemen, I, I can't wait for this. South versus Manly, Roosters versus Brisbane in Vegas. It's a journey to the great unknown. For rugby league, a huge group of supporters from the four clubs are booked for tours and will make the trip, as will a number of uh, people uh, on the VIP jet from the NRL. The cost of this is astronomical. What effect the hit-and-run game in Vegas will have on the all-important early start of the season remains a mystery. Now, trials. Will players go full bore in trial, knowing that they may get injured and miss a trip to be part of history in Vegas. How will the NFL fans in the US take to rugby league? I'm an avid 50-year fan of the NFL. The final kickoff this morning in about 20 minutes in the playoffs and the two league games will showcase after the 2024 Super Bowl. And some close bonds are being formed between NRL clubs and NFL clubs in recent months, and I believe our coaches can help introduce some revolutionary changes to the attacking and defensive changes to the NFL. I mean, the game is made for some NRL moves, particularly you can throw the ball in any direction. And Mm. and I just think that an NRL coach, um, with the experience of of, of the likes of Craig Bellamy, for instance, or... uh, uh, or Robbo from the uh, from the Roosters can give so much to their game. Um, I think once they see the fullbacks in action um, in this round over there, um, I mean, what a four brilliant players to go on show there in James Tedesco, Reese Walsh, Tommy Turbo, and Latrell Mitchell, all in the number one journeys jerseys. I think they'll 
they'll set it alight. It's just going to be unbelievable, and um, it'll be a, a wonderful start to the season. But what effects it will have um, on those four clubs for the rest of the season remains to be seen. Absolutely, it does. Hey, uh, you mentioned Tommy Turbo, obviously the uh, pectoral issue. He's right to go, isn't he? I know he would have had a full off-season because he's had so much time to recover, but are they going to risk him in Vegas? I I think he wants to play. Um, um, The couple of times that I've seen him in the off-season, he looks bigger, stronger, and and I think there's been a a real change in his preparation. Um, He wants to go, and uh, if Tommy wants to go, well, he'll go. Absolutely. When you've got him as a calibre of player, mate, if he wants to play, you ain't leaving him at home. Exactly right. Uh, Look, it's... uh, it's it's going to be very interesting, particularly those fullback clashes over there. Uh, just a, a few of the mouse-watering clashes that will take place. But, gee, the fans are really excited about going to Vegas and making it a uh, uh, a real holiday blast off to the season. Yeah, it's 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 fascinating, Zorba, the whole Vegas thing. Like, obviously, you know, I'm uh, strongly aligned with Nine and been doing stuff at Nine Radio as well. It's a big call for the broadcasters. It adds a lot of expense because they've got to take big staffs over there and all sorts of things. And for the clubs too, I think, you know, you just mentioned the effect it's going to have on them for the season. It's a big trip to go overseas, play, come back, long flight back, you know, in the normal preparation of things. I know they'll have a break when they get back. But, you know, if some soft tissue injuries or things like that, I think it's a, it's fascinating, Vegas. Fascinating. It, it sure is, and, and we don't know what's going to happen. We can only speculate. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going for it to be a success. I, I along with Greg Hartley, called the game in 1987 at Long Beach, California, <laughs> um, New South Wales and Queensland, and they didn't know what the heck was going on there. Oh. Uh, but um, Wally Lewis and Peter Sterling were playing way back then. So it was a long time ago since we put our toe in the water, and it's been a long time since we're uh, we're going to have another crack. I think Stillo's still stuck in that banner, isn't he? You can't get through the. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, <What laughs> that's some, some of the greatest footage of all time um, with that game. Um, I I just look at it, and I I agree with Brini when I go. You just don't know the physical effects that will happen upon no. the players. That's the bit I'm probably can. The players want to play. It'll be a great spectacle. It'll be a winner. I don't think there's any question about that whatsoever. What physical effect does it have? Because you see with the World Club Challenge how how teams can come back and be a bit tired for the start of the season. Absolutely, and it's a tough gig to um, to go overseas and play, um, which is why the Kangaroos in, in when they had Kangaroo tours always had four or five warm-up games before the first test mm. against club sides, albeit not strong in a lot of cases, but at least it got them ready uh, to play a long tour. Just to go over there, one-offs, unbelievable. Hey, uh, Zorba, we'll move on to other topics. You've got a topic here about the Roosters and stealing a final spot off the Knights. What's happening here? Well, it won't take long in the 2024 NRL Premiership for Newcastle Knights to... Miss their match-winning winger Dominic Young. Oh yeah. I I estimate Young's speed, size, and ability actually won at least five games for the Knights last season. On on the back of him, he scored tries when they needed them, late in games from high jumps or runaway tries, and they finished a credible fifth on thirty-five points. Now, take those ten points out, and they're way down. Yeah, right. Young will be badly missed. He's irreplaceable, really. 
Uh, he scored 43 tries in 51 games in Newcastle. Remember, he was unknown when he arrived. Yep. 25 tries from 25 games last year. Um, he's joining the likes of Tedescu, Tupo, Manu, Suwalali at the Roosters. It gives the Bondi boys some real headaches for opposition teams. What a back line. And uh, I noticed during the week a story about the height uh, of the Bondi skyscrapers in their back line. And it's true. Um, they are going to be head and shoulders above everyone else in, in, in chasing high kicks, uh, in, in just being available. And they've got They've got size and speed right throughout. I think we'll see the I think we'll see the Roosters bounce back a bit in um, 2024. Yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, he'll make a massive difference. He's a he's, he's a, player. a super player, super but, player. But but you know what, Zorba just saying that just makes you excited about the league season. You yeah. go, oh yeah, I can't wait to see. But, I can't wait to see whether the Roosters can get over whatever the funk was I gotta, in 2023. I gotta, I, let's be brutally honest. I look, I love my cricket, obviously. Yeah. But when you said 47 days, I started to go. That's uh, six <laughs> weeks, right? I'm not far away from watching a bit of footy again. It's exciting. It's around the corner now. The West Tigers. Much said, much done, much talked about. Is it going to make any difference on the field? Stewie, yeah, I'm not sure. Look, the veteran, veteran interim CEO has come in all guns blazing, reminding all and sundry he's back for a last crack in the NRL. Now, Shane Richardson will ensure the West Tigers remain in the headlines, but they they have a habit of doing that anyway, just by how they perform. Will they improve in 2024? There's only one way to go, and that's up. Uh, the signing of the tough storm, storm centre, Justin Olam, this week gives them some real grunt in the back line, and he should be a hit in more ways than one for Tiger fans. But I've got a question mark about Olam. The Melbourne Storm don't let players go <laughs> willy-nilly. He just signed a three-year deal last year. Why are they letting him go early? Yeah, what well, happened there? Something happened. He didn't play towards the end of the last no, year. Something no, something happened. They dropped him. They dropped him. And I understand it was for disciplinary reasons. They kept it in-house, as they can do, because they're away from a lot of the media in mm, Melbourne. Correct. Um, and they've done a, a swap with Sean Bloor, who's a good young player, 26 years of age. He's done a three-year deal to go the other way and go to Melbourne. But I, there's a real question mark over what happened in Melbourne with Justin Olam. And I'm surprised that none of the journos have got to the bottom of it. Um, it's been swept under the carpet. Maybe it was nothing. But I got more than a feeling that it was something and that there was some disciplinary action taken as to why. Because he's been their best centre for a couple of years now. He's a devastating player when in form and when in the mood. And he will be a big hit for the Tigers if Benji Marshall can um, can get him to, um, to play in the style that he did play under Bellamy in Melbourne. Um, Benji, I maintain that he was part of the Wooden Spoon last year. I reckon he was coaching the side. But um, it's it's been shared between him and uh, Tim Sheens, uh, so we'll see how he goes. I think he's got a very good, experienced assistant now in John Morris. I'm not convinced the Tigers, though, can offload the spoon. I mean, they, they've they bought the Fainu brothers from Manly, uh, Latu and Samuela. Um, they've got Jaden Sullivan from the Dragons. They've got the veteran Aidan Caesar and Justin Olam. Throw them in with what they've got. And I think you've got a team battling it out with the Dragons for the spoon. Hey, Zorba, so 
since we were last on air, all of those things went down. The board went down. The CEO, Justin Pascoe, went down. The whole new thing came in. One of the final pieces of the puzzle was the whole Scott Fulton imbroglio. The previous power brokers brought him in, didn't tell Sheens, didn't tell Benji. It seemed as though no one was getting on at odds over recruitment of Caesar and different players. And then the fait accompli was that Fulton would go and he went this week. It's a mystery, the whole thing. But I suppose now Benji has nowhere to hide. Benji's got his way. He's got his people around him. He is the coach of the team. There's no Sheens. There's no Fulton. There's no one else. It's just him. And all the heat's going to be on him. And he'd want to be ready for it, Zorba. Well, he's got the key keys to the um, to the mansion. And um, I'm like you. Jury's out. Um, jury's out all around for me. Um, with, I mean, Shane Richardson's been around a long, long time. And as, uh, as Rich, I'll tell you, he's been CEO of two premiership winning clubs. Um, last time I looked, I didn't see any CEOs actually on the field, but <laughs> he may have been. Um, he'll probably tell you that he was. Um, but we spoke about him. <laughs> I think, I think this is a, uh, this is a, like he's in the room for six months. I think this is looking at an extension to three years for, for Richo. He'd love that. Um, and just get a little bit more juice out of the, uh, out of the lemon. Um, don't know how it's going to go. Um, a lot of talks gone on. Um, let's see some action. And as you said, there's nowhere to hide for, uh, uh, for Benji just on the 2024 season. I, I'm predicting the Bulldogs. I reckon they've built up. Um, as good as any club, with some real footballers. Now, Bronson Cherry is a question mark, but if he comes off after serving his time out of the game, that could be huge. Crichton, we know he's a premiership-winning player and a, and a wonderful player. I like the likes of Connor Tracy, who's a good utility player. Blake Tapp, another good utility player of first-grade standard, can play fullback, back 5'8", halfback, um, Jamin Salmon, who's been at Penrith in their system and, and been in their uh, in their run on sides plenty of times. Curran from uh, uh, from the Warriors is a is a very good player. Josh Curran, back rower. Hutchinson from the Roosters. He's been in the Roosters system. Another player that can play a variety of positions from hooker to five eight to half back to centre. Uh, Kurt Mann, another player that can play um, a lot of positions. Um, I just think they've bought well. I think Cameron Seraldo has got some players that that will fit in to the Bulldog system. You're talking earlier about um, junior reps. They're doing very well in the junior reps again, as well they should because they've got a good they've got a good area to choose from. Nothing like that massive uh, nursery up in um, in Penrith. And we, we we talk about why Penrith are good. And Stewie, you hit on it. Um, they've just got so many juniors and so many players to pick from, but let's not forget they're now third and fourth generation Pacifica players that have, that have come here with their, um, their parents have come here or their grandparents years and years ago. Um, they've been on great diets and food and living the life in Western Sydney and they're much better um, now than they were back then and, and this is just going to get stronger in the biggest junior nursery anywhere in the world in rugby league. Yeah, for sure and certain. You hit the nail on the head about those Pacifica players. The fact that they're getting 
a couple of generations deep. They're only going to get better, and there's only going to be more and more. Hey, Zorba, we can't wait to hear you every Sunday here on Big Sports Breakfast Weekend over what will be a fascinating rugby league season. Even though it's the off-season, I know that by the time we get to next Sunday, there'll be more to talk about. There'll be a controversy. Always is. There'll be a drama. And, boys, just a scoop for you. Yeah. Um, I think... I think um, the last player in the Aussie team uh, is going to be uh, Lucas. Lucas, uh, what's his second name? Lucas. Um, he will be in which the, team? Which team? The for the Aussie team with um, with um, with of course the great Australian players playing in live golf in Cameron Smith heading. Oh, uh, Lucas Herbert. Lucas Herbert. Lucas Herbert. Will be the fourth player in the Aussie team. There you right. go. Okay, Lucas, Lucas Herbert. Herbert. So he thinks he's going to go to live. Okay. okay. Oh God! If we open that Pandora's box and start talking about how live. long does this show go for? Oh, <laughs> mate. It, it, it goes nonstop radio till next Sunday talking about golf. Hey, good on you, Zorba. Talk to you next week. Okay, boys.